Welcome to Balanced Torah Living with Adam Rubin. I'm your host, Adam Rubin. Welcome to regulars and welcome to newcomers. Don't be scared to be your greatness. I think we all grapple with this aspect of what does it mean to be great? Is it Ben Torah or is it Bas Yisrael? And we have these certain images of what greatness is from the Rosh Hashiva to the uh, to the standout in yeshiva, uh, you know, for uh, for women, it could be um, you know fa- certain famous rebbitzins or a um, well known um, woman of chesed in the community. We have certain images of what it means to be matzliach in the firm world, and even though we intellectually know that there are different paths. There were the 12 Shvatim, and there are different paths to greatness. I think we oftentimes give it lip service, and we don't really believe it. Do we really believe that it's as great to be an Askin as it is to be the Rosh Shiva, to be a... Uh, Big time contributor in the in the community. Do we think it's as, as great to be a dedicated housewife who doesn't work outside of the house, but who's um, you know raising and and primarily focusing on eight kids? How about a a mother who doesn't work out of this outside of the house and who's raising four kids? How about a mother who doesn't work outside the house and is raising two kids? How about an Abba who uh, works a regular job, has three kids, does daf yomi, and um, makes sure to stand outside and talk to his his neighbor, uh, who's who's a widow, for five minutes each afternoon when he comes home, uh, because he knows that she needs a little extra chizik in connection. Do we really believe that we're as great? And the reality is that, as we've talked about before, comparing is a fallacy. Comparing doesn't make any sense. Hashem has given each person a different skill set, different strengths, different abilities. Not everyone can be the Rosh Shiva, And we give lip service to it. But it's the MS. It's not... Because somebody becomes a great Askin, it doesn't mean that they did well, but they, you know, like, it was kind of like Bidyevit for them, like, okay, but they, they could have been a Talmud Chacham. So we give, lip, we give lip service to this idea of different paths. But do we really believe it? Do we, do we accept it internally? Do we accept it emotionally and believe that who we are on our paths is greatness and is no less of a greatness than than the God of Lador. Meaning for who you are and your abilities and your life extent, uh, circumstances, your godless is no less of a godless in a very important way than the God of God Lador. And of course, the God of Lador is, is the God of Lador and we're not, but you know, that's like, you know, uh, talking about 
absolutes. We're not talking about absolutes. Absolutes can't live life thinking uh, in terms of, of absolutes. Oh, who's the smartest? Who's got the most money? Who's learned the most, uh, you know, mesechtas uh, and to the greatest depth, etc. Comparing, comparing, comparing. It doesn't mean anything. Not only that, but don't be scared to be your greatness, your uniqueness. And if you feel that in certain areas, you know, you may not be as great as somebody else, and therefore, because it doesn't fit the the conventional mode of whatever image that you that you're trying to live up to, whether it's um, you know in in the yeshiva world and a certain image of a ben Torah or babais in the yeshiva world, uh, or whatever wherever you fall in the huge range, or how you're holding in the you know let's say you're more in the the towards the modern orthodox area, so to speak, and you're not sort of like the regular vision or the norm for that, and there's a certain area that you really stand out and don't be scared to be your greatness. I'll just give a personal example. I, um, you know, I find that I'm able as a person, just with my co-host, to oftentimes really focus well, <laughs> have good concentration in, in, in certain areas better than others. But so... You know, I'm certainly not anywhere near as strong uh, a learner as a, as a lot of guys, and I didn't spend as long in yeshiva. And but but when I bench, for instance, I I am able to to focus on benching and have kavana and really be there. And if I let myself and I give the energy to it, I can feel a devekas to Hashem. I can feel a connection to Hashem. When I bench, even if I'm just benching during the middle of the week, if I slow it down and I focus and I focus on that connection, I can do it and I feel the connection and it's sweet and it's real. And so, but so let's say I'm sitting at a Shabbos table uh, and I'm at, a, I'm, you know, my family's at a, at a meal somewhere. And let's say there are, you know, I'm there and there are five other guys there. And let's say that I'm the, you know, uh, um, the, the least advanced <laughs> it's a nice way of saying it, right? The least advanced of the learners there. Okay, fine, right? So they know more Torah than me. Okay. Um, but let's say, but then it comes to benching. We're benching, right? We start benching. And I say, wait a minute. Look at these guys there. And they're just like flying through the benching and they're not really present with it. They're just kind of doing it and they're going through the motions and you can sense and there's really no, unfortunately, but there's not really an aspect of the vacas going on there, right there for them at that time and and they're just kind of doing it. And it's like, right, it's like a sort of bitty of it. Okay, we've got a bench, blah, 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 okay, fine. Um, and so it's like, wait a minute, but like, but like I can really, I can really connect, connect during this benching, and this is a strength of mine. And but then you know, I have this voice of the eights are like, like okay, oh, you know, oh, great, wow, you can, you know, you can bench well, and you can, you can have the focus there. Oh, whoop de doo like they know forty seven times more Torah exponentially, exponentially uh, than you do. You know, oh, great, let me give you a round of applause on the uh, kavana during benching. No. Don't be scared to be your greatness. And if that means connecting during benching and having to one of your one of your great strengths and something that you focus on is uh, 
is 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 focus and honing in, zoning in during during davening or benching. So do it. So do it and connect and have a koach there and have and have. So like I could sit there at the table and and so many people look at me and say, wait a minute, ooh, like this guy over here, you know, he's went to yeshiva for a year, but like he's benching right now and. Look at him. He's like he's like really into this, and this seems real. And the, you know, this guy sitting across from me. Let's say he even learned for fifteen years, and just kind of through the benching, mumbling. He's like eating his words. So wait a minute. So maybe he looks at me. Says, Ooh, "Wait a minute. Maybe I should. Maybe I should bench a little bit slower." And we all connect to Hashem in different ways, different angles, different strengths. Don't be scared to be great in the areas that you're great in, even if you're not as great in other areas. And even if it's not in the the the, the norm or the right the, the normal vision, so to speak, of whatever we think greatness is in wherever we fall on the continuum of Yiddishkeit. Don't be scared to be your greatness. Be your greatness. Be your godless. And that might be in davening and kavana it could be in how you and how you are with your kids you say you know you're you know let's say you're somebody who really uh connects to parenting and in chinach and you know you're out and you're with your family and let's say you're looking and then there's and i'm just you know giving different variations there's obviously all different visions of this and from all from different perspectives i give a perspective from where i've come from let's say you see you know that there are certain so you're out somewhere and there are a bunch of families there and there's certain families there that perhaps you're not as yeshivish and you see certain families there that are more in the yeshiva camp and say it happens to be that the the dads there don't like really seem to be focusing on the kids so much or the kids are even doing something dangerous and you're like wait a minute this makes sense like I feel like I feel like ah like like wait a minute they're bigger than me they're bigger than me like they you know they've been learning for like 14 years and like they know they don't only do the Rashi, they also do the Tosavos. Like, what's going on? You'd be like, so like, uh, so what? Okay, so I'm over here and I'm with my kids and like I'm really focusing on spending time with them and focusing on their unique aspects and what's going to give them that sense of, of connection and warmth in the situation. And I tailor that to them and, and I want to make sure they're safe. And But your HR is like, okay, whoop de doo Like, okay, let's have a little parade for you. Da-da-da, you're being a good Abba. Da-da-da-da-da, whatever. Like, go and learn. No. Be your godless. Be your greatness. Uh, own and appreciate and express the gifts that you have and express the greatness that you've developed in the areas that you've developed greatness in based on your proclivities, based on where you've found to put your energy and your time and what speaks to you. Be your greatness. Forget about the stereotypes. Forget about the norms and allow your unique greatness in the different flavors and streams that that expresses itself in. Show it to the world. Express it. Be it. Be greater in benching than the guy next to you who was in yeshiva for 27 years. Maybe he'll uh, slow down in the benching a little bit and focus more himself. And you'll still be, and you be great in benching too, even if he gets greater in benching for himself uh, and develops there. And you can, you can be uh, a source to him in that and inspiration as he develops in his benching. Um, don't, so, right? Unapologetic greatness, unapologetic being who you are. You be who you are. I'll be who I am. 
let's appreciate and acknowledge and validate and respect our differences and respect that there aren't just cookie-cutter stereotypes of who we're all supposed to be. Let's not just give lip service to it in Yiddishkeit, in the beautiful mosaic that is Klai Yisrael. Let's be our own individual colors on that uh, beautiful um, mosaic window pane. Uh, everyone bringing out their own unique colors and flavors and greatness. And then we we reflect the greatness of Hashem in a much brighter, more colorful, beautiful way if we don't apologize, if we're not scared to be the greatness that we are, the greatness that you are, let it shine, let it express, be who you are, it's beautiful, you're beautiful, and be your unique beauty that only you can add to the world in the unique, one-of-a-kind creation that Hashem has made you of, made you as. Okay, I was inspired by this. Here, Motsi Shabbos, it's past my bedtime, but it's just one of those moments, you know, sometimes you're inspired by things, gotta grab that inspiration when it's in the moment. Chazal tell us that when there's inspiration, you gotta grab it, because as we know, inspiration comes, inspiration goes. If you don't find a way to take that internal hazardous and concretize it into some type of physical reality in the Bria. You know, whether it's like through this, through the D-War that I'm doing now, or through a Misa, through an action, or through committing to a new avoda or project of growth in your life, it'll fizzle. It'll fly away. Before you do it, it will be nothing. Before you know it, it'll be nothing more than a faint memory, if that of the inspiration you had two weeks ago. So that's why I went here. Have a great week. Be you.